You're listening to The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. Last week, Mary began addressing the question of why should we praise God? Have you ever thought about that? Why does God want us to praise Him? The answers are extremely important to each of us. So Mary, last week you pointed out that praising God impacts our mental, emotional, even our physical well-being. So that's a great reason. Those are great reasons to praise God. Today you've got more benefits for us when we are more and more praise people, right? That's right, Julie. The benefits of being a praising person are so many, really, really many. And you know, it's not hard to do. (laughs) There are many passages in the Bible that we can recite in praise. And we can do it all day long, verbally and internally, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally. It's just a biblical habit we need to install in our lives. Mm. Well, tell us more about why we should praise God and how we can become a praising person. I believe this topic of praising God is vital to our spiritual, our mental, and our emotional health. I think it offers the answers for many of the problems each of us face. I feel as though I'm just beginning to learn how to be more intentional about praising God and how important that praise is in my life. But I really want to be a fast learner. I'm sure you do, too. Last week, I explained that God has asked us to praise Him, not because He needs our praise, but because we need the benefits that come from praising Him. I spoke in detail about how praise helps us mature spiritually and how praise brings healing to us, emotional, mental, and physical healing. And we explored how praise can really change those things about us that we know need changing, those harmful personality traits that we just can't seem to get rid of. All of those are very good reasons to learn to praise God more and more. Another extremely important reason to praise God is that it defeats our enemy, Satan. It is a weapon to be used in spiritual conflict. Now, perhaps I should stop here and remind us all that we are in a spiritual battle. We have an enemy who wants to devour us, to defeat us, to rob and steal from us, to destroy us any way he can. And he has a host of helpers. (laughs) This enemy is real, and we are in a daily battle with him. If we don't recognize his existence and we don't know how to defeat him, then we are continually at his mercy And we wonder why our lives never seem to be victorious like they should be. Well, praise is one weapon to use against this enemy. It is a very effective weapon. Let me read a passage from 2 Chronicles 20, which is a a beautiful example of how praise can be used to defeat our enemy. Just to give you a brief background, war had been declared on the people of God by their enemies. Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, called the nation to repentance, fasting, and prayer. And as they repented and prayed, God assured them of victory, though they were outnumbered greatly by their enemies. Listen to what they did to win this victory. And they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah, And inhabitants of Jerusalem, put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire as they went out before the army and said, 
Give thanks to the Lord, for his loving kindness is everlasting. And when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. So they were routed. Here we see that the people of God were victorious, even though their enemy was much greater and stronger than they were. And praise was the tool they used to appropriate the victory that God had promised them. Now, when did the victory come? After they began singing and praising. I sure hope you're listening real close right now because this is a very important concept. It'll make a difference in your life. My friends, in spiritual warfare, we must learn to praise God even before we see the victory. You know, believing that God can answer prayer is not enough, but believing that He has heard and has answered even before you see His answer, that is real faith. We show that kind of faith when we praise Him in advance. And when we praise, our enemy is defeated. Why? Well, in Psalm 22, 3, we are told that God inhabits the praise of his people. Well, that just means that where there is praise and adoration of him, there he identifies and openly manifests his presence. He takes up residence in the praise of his people, and his presence always makes Satan run the other way. Satan cannot abide the presence of the living God. So praise him. He will inhabit your praise, and your enemy will have to flee. Satan is allergic to praise. Well, if we see the many good reasons and benefits for praise, then let's talk about how we do it. How do we get these ideas off the pages of the Bible and working in our everyday lives? How does a Christian working woman, for example, who has to get up early every day, many times take care of children and lots of duties, who has to wear lots of hats and put in long hours and try to be all things to all people, how does she incorporate praise into her very being? Here are some important things to know about praise that will help you know how to praise God. First, realize this. Praise is not a function of your emotions. It's not necessarily a feeling. Now, I don't mean that we never have feelings when we praise God, but praise is not dependent on your feelings. All through the Psalms, David kept saying, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness. I will sing praise to thy name, O Most High. I will praise thee among a mighty throng. Over and over again, David set his will to praise the Lord. We don't praise just when we feel like it. We don't praise just when things are going right. We set our will to have a life of praise. This is really important to understand. You must learn not to let your emotions dictate your praise. Praise is done with your mind and with your will. Now, usually the emotions will follow, but whether they do or not, you just set your mind to praise God. And then second, praise needs to be continuous. We just need to incorporate it throughout our day. Again, in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And Psalm 71, my mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. As I was meditating on this, I thought, Lord, how can I praise you all day long when I have to do so many other things? And I thought of Daniel 
how he praised God three times a day in the midst of a pagan world, Daniel was a man who learned to praise God regardless of his circumstances. And then thirdly, we're told to praise God in all things. Not for all things, but in all things. How do you praise God when things are bad? How can you do that? Well, Hebrews 13, 15 says, Through him, meaning Jesus then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. So what is a sacrifice of praise? I believe that's the praise we offer when we cannot humanly see any reason for praising, when all of our feelings and emotions are not praising God, but our lips are. I first saw this when a good friend was going through an awful depression many years ago now. Without getting into the whole story, this godly, strong man sank into a deep black depression almost overnight. And those of us who knew and loved him just couldn't believe what we saw and heard. But God miraculously delivered him. As he was beginning to come back from that terrible siege, he said as he would be going to work, he would force himself to say verses of praise. He said it took everything in him to say them because he did not fill them. But he was able to continue offer praise with his mouth. And then he suddenly realized that this was a sacrifice of praise, praising God with his lips when his heart did not necessarily feel it, offering up praise when the circumstances were dark and bleak, praising God in spite of the fact that you don't understand and you don't have answers. That's what a sacrifice of praise is. God worked such a miracle in his life. You know, praise can take many forms. It can be a formal time with others, such as church or meetings. It can be a quiet, holy time with God alone, such as your daily quiet times with Him. It can be a joyous celebration when you spontaneously rejoice over God's goodness. It can be one-sentence thank yous throughout the day. Do you practice thanking God all through the day? It's a great idea. Thanks, Lord, for helping me get that done today. Thanks, Lord, for keeping me for saying something I shouldn't have said in, in that situation. Thanks, Lord, for this parking space. <laughs> One sentence thank yous are terrific ways to praise God throughout your day. It can be singing a song or listening to good music or reading a poem of praise or sitting and thinking about God and his greatness. It can be an attitude of your heart as you go through your day, that almost unconscious knowledge within you that though your mind is on other duties, your subconscious being is praising God for his goodness. Praise can take the form of your thoughts. If your thoughts frequently turn to him with gratitude and love, that certainly is praising God. But remember this, praise is not automatic. If you want to become a person of praise, it has to be a planned, focused part of your life. If you don't make it a priority and put it in your schedule and find ways to remind yourself and continually keep it in your head, you know what? You'll forget. Satan will see to that. So I have a suggestion. Type up some cards with praise verses on them and then put them by your bed. And before you roll out of bed, pick up one and say it out loud, the first words out of your mouth in the morning. Then have some at work and at lunch before you go back to work. 
Stop and find some place where you can say that verse out loud. And then at night, the last words you say before you hit the pillow, read out loud a verse of praise. Put verses around where you can see them, you know, over the sink, on your refrigerator, on your desk, wherever you can see them often. And read those praise verses frequently throughout the day. Take 10-second praise breaks. It'll change your whole day. So, do you want to become a praising person? It will bring great spiritual blessings and benefits into your life. And if you really want to, then determine to consciously make it a part of your schedule. Plan to praise God. Learn to offer sacrifices of praise. Learn to praise before you see the answer. You'll discover the great joy that awaits you as you become a praise person. And I would also mention that our Hidden Word ministry is where we are memorizing Scripture together. And this is really powerful to help you become a praising person. As you memorize God's Word and then you quote it a lot because you are memorizing it, you become a praising person. So if you would like to be a part of The Hidden Word, go to our website, christianworkingwoman.org, and you'll find all the information there. We'd love to have you join us. Thanks, Mary. And if you'd like to take Mary's suggestion about having praise cards to use throughout your day, you'll find some on our website ready for you to print out. Just go to christianworkingwoman.org, or you can call us at 630 462-0552, and we'll mail them out to you. And remember, our website provides you with many resources that you may want to take advantage of. And I wanted to let you know there's still time to join Mary for a life-transforming tour of the Holy Land this November. If you would like more information, you can find a brochure on our website, christianworkingwoman.org. Well, I hope you'll be more of a praising person than before and enjoy all the benefits you'll receive as a result. Remember, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. For today, I'm Julie Bustide saying so long for Mary Lohman and the Christian Working Woman.